Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. Here we are. It's Pat and JT. It's Pat and JT on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, 402-403-9478. That is uh, that's our phone number. Voicemail, we get it all the time. And actually, when you leave us a voicemail, we instantly get a transcription of that. And it's yeah. hilarious. Some of these transcriptions, you listen and you think, oh my gosh, what on earth? Who is calling? Why are they saying? And you go and the transcription is so off. <laughs> so it's but, pretty funny. But yeah, Anything that pops in your mind when you're listening to any of the episodes, really appreciate you guys listening For and sure. really appreciate your comments. Um, and then we always have voicemail Monday. So don't be surprised if you show up on one of those yeah. as well. So call us. So do call. Um, this is part two, eagerly anticipating part two. Great of- response from the first um, episode <sighs> as well, which was the previous episode, part one. And it, um, yeah, just the stories of the radio station and the edge and ranch bowl and history. And, man. Yeah, it's going to be a documentary. Awesome. It's great. But we left it with the question of what was the ranch bowl before it was the ranch bowl. And that's where we're going to pick it up. Good question, dude. It was nothing. It was, they built in 1956. It was always the Ranch Bowl. Yeah. Oh, used really? To just it used to be. It was built by what you know allegedly I would call the mafia. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. 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 I would say I'd be Ziegman, and you know his kids are still alive. So if he's not in the mafia, and that offends you, I'm sorry. <laughs> but based on you know research, right. okay. but <laughs> finding facts, certain but things, <laughs> yeah, just certain you know like. Um, the, his like older brother was indicted of laundering money through a Vegas casino, like later on in life. Wow. But there was just kind of, you know, it was a, it was a major hot spot for, um, uh, Democrat, you know, politicians. So obviously probably mafia. Yeah. But, um, no, was it like, a, was it, no, was like, it, but yeah, I was in my mom going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a casino that was in over, um, in like by council bluffs, but in Omaha over by Carter Lake. Yes. And so they were involved in that and they shut it down. And so he opened up this ranch bowl and was, I was, mean, there's a ton of history there. It's, what was uh, going on in there? I mean, it was like a nightclub or it was, it a, was a, it was a restaurant and then they'd have like really high end there. And then, yeah, it was mostly weddings, wedding there. receptions, bowling. Uh-huh. And then they would have uh, like Teddy <laughs> wedding bowling. receptions, bowling. <laughs> yeah. <makes sense. laughs> yeah, totally. Bowling never really fit into anything. Who's the, who's yeah, how'd the, the bowling get in there? <laughs> <laughs> who was the fat Kennedy that killed that woman and, and drowned Ted. her. Yeah, he went there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he was there. There's a picture of him there. Oh my God. Scott is not talking during any of this time. <laughs> yeah. Just heads up. Heads up. Scott does not Scott's endorse anything. They even had Johnny, Johnny Rogers. Yeah. Um, uh, Heisman there, yeah, which is kind of an interesting story. There's probably a lot of stuff that we found that we shouldn't talk about. Like, remember <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you find this stuff? Like, is just talking to people, but by all had, means, do it on had, our like, podcast. Memorabilia and stuff yeah, like and then that people, that you know, we talked to a guy that put together the book, 
there's a book, The Ranch Bowl, that you can find. Yeah, and that's a lot of historical stuff. Yeah. That's probably oh before the music really took over. And he was the one that was kind of like, Mafia. Maybe. Maybe. My lips are moving. No, I don't know. You should have like a traveling museum if you could gather some of that stuff. People would come to see it. I swear to God. If you could get a temporary display at Durham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We also, yeah, I heard some interesting things about Bob Devaney that we won't mention. Yeah. It's all right. You can't. You can't sell his reputation. Just don't use I'm his sorry. name. <laughs> well, you can't. Like what he was up to. <laughs> Hmm. But we'll tell you guys that again. Scott's not talking. Not no. talking. Hanging out, laying low. That had to be fun though to find that. Stuff. It is. It's really cool. It's been kind of like um, solving a crime. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, our offices are just you know scattered with pictures and videos one guy gave me i have a box of 800 fake ids that the cop oh that's they awesome kept yeah yeah <laughs> and we wanted that's we were great. gonna like yeah. you know post them all or put them we gotta find a different way because i don't want to dox a bunch of people or right go to prison so yeah uh, <laughs> there's that but it's really cool what are some of the bands you guys want to talk i mean what just name some of the bands that came through maybe you haven't talked to them yet or you're not going to but what are some of the bands that came through ranch bowl over um, the years the bands we've talked to so far we talked to steve from the urge mm-hmm. uh, in St. Louis. And then we talked to Maddie. He, he plays in Zebrahead now, but he plays in Jank 1000, which is kind of a punk band. Um, but the big bands, you know, that went through there in kind of our era, um, you know, 311 played there. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times because they used to do like a local Monday scene that's so they play there every Monday. Yeah. And Matt Markle liked them so much and just uh, appreciated their work ethic. He would um, have them play their company parties, Christmas parties. Mm. So, oh, wow. yeah, he really... He helped those guys out a lot because they had people had told us that he just knew that they had the drive to the talent and the drive to make it. Yeah, so, and that's and, and yeah. like we talked about with you guys on when you guys were filming us, Scott and I. That I don't know why Matt Matt felt the same way about us. I mean, he just liked us for some reason. He made us laugh. He, yeah. he, we made him laugh, and we we're just it was awesome. That's like that's a great story about three eleven on two folds. Number one. Maybe he saw something, that kind of little bit of closure, because Matt was very good to us. Mm-hmm. And number two is, man, 311 used to play at Matt Markle's I know. work parties, right? Christmas so the, parties, so that's the, crazy. The, yeah. The, yeah. The, so with the social media these days, the overnight success, take it from anybody that's that's having success. Yeah. And let's talk about those moments when they were... Sure. Grinding, playing every yeah. Monday, the maybe Christmas for a hundred bucks, maybe nothing. Yeah, yeah and right? not only that, yeah. uh, someone had told us that you know, like the first night, it was they did this for a whole summer, uh, specifically. I mean, they played there a lot of other times, but every single Monday, and then even like on one of the shows, there's only like twenty people there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But on some of the shows, it's packed to the brim. Yeah, but they played there no matter what. And so mm. the Ranch Bowl, in a lot of ways, you know, is responsible for 311 because it gave them a venue to hone their craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and arguably one of the best all-time live bands ever because yeah. they put in the time. Like mm-hmm. Blue October, the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Blue October didn't oh. play anywhere but Texas and Omaha. Mm-hmm. And Omaha was the first uh, place that to play their music, like on the radio. Mm. And, yeah, they drive up to the Ranch Bowl. And, and without social media, can you imagine the difference if – if, if there had been a, a Facebook, even if MySpace had been a little faster, yeah. but you know, just the the fact that they didn't have any of that and still had the success that they had, and 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 actually made the impression they did upon the careers of those bands, like they did, mm-hmm. yeah, is insane. Yeah, right. And then wow. there was the record label too. So Matt had the record label, Get Go Records, you know, and Pomeroy was on uh-huh. that. 
So and Pomeroy was kind of like Pat and Scott were on that. Pat and Scott. Oh, yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, that was kind of around the time when he started getting sick. Yeah. He was really going to start investing in bands, do a record label, you know, so kind of fell off. But yeah. That's something, man. And you're, we, I think we made him a lot of money in on our on our parodies. And like, all joking aside, I think he made a lot of money. And we didn't make any money. I mean, we made five hundred bucks. But he, we, at, it was at the time and uh, when with this, the edge was going down and commercials weren't on the air, so we got to play the the promo that told people to go to Homer's Records and Tapes, yes, or um, to buy it. Um, so we, yeah, we sold. Outsold Dave Matthews. Who I mean, okay, wait. That's when you say that. You're talking Billboard magazine. It was, it was Billboard. Yes. Like for three weeks, it comes out with the weekly. We'd see weekly mm-hmm. reports of what was selling. Right. And we were, yeah, we killed it like three weeks in December leading up to Christmas. Like somebody got a Christmas <laughs> present with us talking about someone with missing a limb. <laughs> and the other terror. Nothing screams <laughs> holidays like that. Right. <laughs> How many albums do you think you sold? I, you know, at least I know we had sold. This is early data. I think we, by the end, by that Christmas was like twelve thousand. But oh. we had maybe only released maybe the end mid November. I don't because we only they, he only printed like five thousand at first or, or five, a thousand I think, and yeah. it had to go back like yeah. three or four different times. I don't to know reprint. what the final result was, but I know it was about twelve thousand at one time. It was. And too, you guys at, didn't get any money off of that. We got, we got five hundred each. Yeah, up front. <laughs> that was guaranteed. But that was a money. lot of money. It was no guaranteed money. We'll give you five hundred bucks, and we're going to take It'd care be, of yeah. it. And everybody's thinking this isn't going to sell. Right. And so then, and he, then he, Matt he sold Markle them for a sells buck. twelve thousand. <laughs> and yeah. probably that's for, what he does. Right. That's what he probably does. For right. How much though? Probably for how much? Ten, ten bucks probably. Sold them say, even 10. if they were a buck a piece. Right. Twelve grand. It probably. Yeah, I mean, he probably played. Not to, not to I don't rub it what, in. I don't think he paid Brandon <laughs> any extra money because Brandon was already his employee. Right. And Brandon was just get, wanted to learn producing. And I know and it was in his production studio that he owned, yeah. so it was all basically profit. So no right. cost off the top except you two. Us too. Oh, so Brian produced it. Yeah, I think he's the one that produced the Goldfinger album too. Oh my god, that makes sense. So I mean, it's, that's his Practicing. probably his yeah. second project after ours. <laughs> Such success with Practicing ours. Goldfinger's like, hey, who produced? Who makes that? <laughs> that's really yeah, good. that's probably what they were doing. Who makes? <laughs> I was just listening. We were listening to him like, God, this produced terrible. <laughs> I was just thinking that was the first thing that came in my mind, but that's awful. Do it the opposite of. <laughs> where do you guys think Ranch Bowl would be now if they're like Joe was saying, social media oh. would be around and and. I don't think it could happen. Yeah, I mean they couldn't fudge those numbers Dude, of capacity. If, right now, you know? uh, <laughs> if people posted, yeah, exactly. So it's like three hundred and fifty, and they pack in a thousand people all the time. And then if yeah. you have kids like posting pictures, True. like being stupid in the parking lot and like, you know, smoking weed with cottonmouth kings. Right. Like they'd be like, shut it down. That's yeah, it. that's a good but, point. That's but the yeah. fact that it's, you know, everyone had a wind up camera or a film camera, <laughs> there, you know, there's no evidence. You There's so many people because you can send through ranchablefilm.com, send us stories, videos, pictures, anything you can of just people are like, yeah, my parents... We're just like, oh yeah, go to the ranch bowl, like yeah. you know. You had no idea what because they're like your kids all ages. Into. Oh, there's bowling there. Let That's, your kids was. go. Right. That's yeah. exactly and what it was. And meanwhile, like go, like Guar's like you know <laughs> taking a piss on your <laughs> face, <laughs> like ah, like you know, like you can. Like. Awesome visual <laughs> and truth, totally true. Guar was always your go-to that band. Was my go-to band, <laughs> yeah. totally. I remember yeah. when Guar when we were first a long time ago discovered that Guar the guys would just pee on stage and it just fill up their boot and they have to pour their boots out at the end of the night because it was just pee. <laughs> yeah. So. P 
and Guar go hand in hand. Yep. Yeah, they just Tremendous. released a book and they have photos of them bowling in there. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's a, oh, I wonder. That's they have cool. so many different members. I've reached out to a few of them. So you have gotten some pictures though from some people. They've sent in some. Yo, pictures? yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of pictures. Yeah, but we we want more. Yes. So there's listeners more. out there that have. Yeah. Documented the ranch. I got that just because there's so many somewhere. memories, but in a photo album now somewhere. you have thousands and thousands of pictures on our phone. But thinking back, do if, you have even any? Even if I had a camera, yeah, I would never take it in mine. the bar. I would never take yeah. a camera in the bar. Right, true. Never, I would yeah, never because, take it. But yeah, like at the ranch bowl, everybody would be standing up. Yeah, you know, like with their phone like this. Right, yeah. recording then, every. You know, you're just packed in and. Drinking. Yeah, there was. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were actually enjoying enjoying the moment. Like yeah. you would not be. I don't. If the ranch bowl was still here, we had phones. You would not be able to record the show. No, like you would lose your phone. It would be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Ah, my God. So All right. What, so. Oh, go ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. I was just gonna say, what's your timeline? What That's you, exactly what, you what I was gonna say. Yeah, we'd, Great we'd minds. Lo- <laughs> we'd okay. love to have it uh, done by the end of the year, but um, like we said, there's some key players that we're still trying to schedule and. You know, mm-hmm. get interviews with. Well, you got us out of the way. What are you talking about? Right. What else can there be? It's so. complete. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you saved the best for last. I want to. Obviously. So yeah, nope. we're still about halfway through shooting it, and maybe not halfway through. But do you have a, a vision in your mind of what uh, the opening looks like, or where you, know, you would honestly, hope to do it, or we don't even know what the end product's going to be yet. Like, is you know, yeah. so we're still trying to figure that out. Like, because yeah. it's just so different now. It's not all like feature length, but you know, it could be. There's enough content there. So right. what's going to be the best way to tell all the could stories? Could be a four-part documentary. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It could right. be like a doc- Series, There's some people right? that want that because they email me. I'd like to see something <laughs> just like, on. Hey, I mean, the ranch bowl is great, but I'd like to see something just on on Matt on, on how how His Matt. Life. Yeah, right. how and like the fax machine and the track. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. We have a lot about it. Like so, the basically our story, the you know the thread of the story is Matt Markle's life from him buying it to when he got sick. That's great. And then so yeah, and then everything just kind of revolves around that. Mm. Yeah, that's great. and uh, ma'am Scotty, you have a podcast too. What's your podcast? Fight for it. Talk, what's that? Talk about it. Uh, the fight for it? Yeah. First, how do you spell it? Well, <clears throat> I, it's spelled correctly when you're searching, but the brand is Fight, F-Y-I-G-T, and uh, it's also turning into a network. I'm going to be bringing on a couple other people, but F-Y-I-G-T was an idea I had three years ago when I was in uh, Glacier shooting for somebody. You're also a landscape a photographer. Photography. Yeah. Not and shooting at somebody. No, no. We've, yeah, we've yeah, talked totally. about your photography before yeah. over the years. Yeah. yeah. So I was on a commission gig and okay. I, I just remember walking around and everybody was like, all these older people were sitting in their cars. I'm like, dude, like the most beautiful thing is right, right there. there. But the scared, like you could just tell people just were out of their comfort zone. They just wouldn't do it. So I, I kept thinking of like, man, I got this. <laughs> yeah. So that's the brand. F-Y-I-G-T. Yeah. you, I got this. Which is which is it. super smart. Yeah, it which is, is that's gonna, cool. But so yeah, that's that's how I brand the podcast. But it's mm-hmm. it's really fight. So for search geeky reasons, and it's, it is. It's, you've got some really cool interviews that are on there with people that have overcome a lot. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's tips and tricks on how to overcome adversity and failure to live the life you want to live personally, mm-hmm. professionally. I mean, adversity looks different from everybody. Right. Uh, what's adversity to me isn't to you know adversity to you. And where I like to live is I don't like to, I don't, I don't necessarily like to love to be in the dark moments, but let's talk about them. And the growth is where I, I like to live. Like, how did you get here? What tools did you use? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, looking back, what do you wish you would have done different? And because if anybody's doing anything they love, they've had to 
they've had to work for it just like 311 we were talking about earlier yeah. and i want to know like that's what i'm obsessed with like I'm, ob- I'm obsessed with a lot of how people, did you get there when they're going through that yeah, they awesome. don't even realize they're going through it at the time no. you know a lot of yeah. times when you're when you're really in it and then you get bastard yeah. some and then you're able to look back and go Yee, that is yeah. ugly <laughs> yeah and it's, it's yeah, a good point it's you know? it's really yeah and you just some patterns like i i didn't realize how many people were abused when they were mm. kids when they were younger or yeah i like i didn't live that life and i'm not going to act like it i'm not a psychiatrist right. or anything but stuff i mean stuff really does happen mm-hmm. <laughs> and it it happens in grand island nebraska it happens in omaha nebraska it happens in fremont nebraska so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been uh, my favorite thing that i've done in a long time the way you talk about it though it's like it almost like it's changed you though totally changed me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always been interested and curious, and I think I've always I think I always search for answers for myself, uh, especially owning a business and working for yourself. Like, you know, I had to ask for advice quite a bit or some coaching and you know how to get through here. So it's mm-hmm. kind of it's scary. It's, it's morphed into that. Yeah. It is. It's business really, is scary. Such, I mean, it's hard. You're seriously sitting in a room full of people that are doing that. Yeah, it's hard. constant you know? diarrhea right? all the right? time. Are we right? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> When does the diarrhea go away? It doesn't. It, it's funny. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, then, and then if you start scaling from four employees to a hundred, like I just did, he's like, I, he's like, this is way harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh that's, that's the podcast. We'd love for you to, uh, to subscribe and uh, Hey, um, everyone has a story, man. And what's Please the reach site? Out website? To me. What's the website? Uh, just under my name, Scott Papik.com. Oh, okay. It's, but we'll link to it. I'm, um, I'm looking for stories too. There, it doesn't matter. Um, everybody's yeah, if you know got one. somebody who yeah. has one, because yeah. a lot of times people aren't going to just step forward with them. You kind of got to push them into the sunlight a little yeah. bit. But uh, if you know somebody, give give Scott a shout. Be awesome. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Um, all right, boys. So what's the website again for you guys for the documentary? Uh, Ranchbullfilm.com. Okay. Then you can find uh, Instagram, Facebook, and then right, we got permission to sell uh, merch. So we had the Ranch Bull logo. That's merchandise if my mom's listening. She yeah. won't know what that means. So it's merchandise. <laughs> I don't know. I've been in the industry so long. It's just like <laughs> I use all the buzzwords. My mom, I'm just trying to head off yeah. that text of, so that merch stuff <laughs> that's you're, a, you're like merchandise. That's thing. apparel. Hey, that, that wasn't Scott that dropped that bombs <laughs> either. Yeah, right, yeah, it was. Mom. <laughs> but uh, we, re, we redid the <laughs> Ranch Bull logo, and we have uh, shirts and hoodies for sale right now. That's and awesome. we'll also be selling some other special edition type stuff, so you can look for that. And I'm sure and that, that helps fund the project. 100% so main yes. financing. So. Yeah, so please buy so those. Please buy shirts. Yep. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, cool. you can submit stories, videos, uh, you know, photos, and, um, and just follow follow the journey as we make it. Awesome. Okay, and uh, thank you guys for coming out to our, our studios, Parkville yeah. Studios. We appreciate it very much. I appreciate our first NSFW podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's JT Blue. That's not safe for work, Mom. I'm just letting her know. That's, that's a, the next text I'm going to get from her. Although she'd already know after Scott's F bombs. Well, that's true. Sorry, I should have said that at the beginning. That's right. Oh, dang it. Uh, all right. Thanks, you guys, for coming in. Pat and JT Podcast, a Parkville Media Production.